Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate this opportunity to be here. Be able to labor with you. Thank you for the offering. The Lord bless you. Certainly, our desire to to be a help and uh, to be strength to the people of God. Amen. And uh, to help somebody tonight is our desire. Amen. And uh, as Brother James has said, I, I believe that if somebody wants help, the Lord will help them. Amen. I wish my voice was better my preaching was better but if you want to help you can get beyond me amen it doesn't it doesn't matter how well i do uh, that doesn't uh, you can get help if you want help that's not an excuse don't take it that way but i uh, i know god's desires to help us amen He wants to save you. That's his desire. Amen. That's what he came for, was to save you. Amen. Amen. The Lord would help us tonight. I'd like to read 1 John. You pray for us. I believe the Lord will help us. I'm looking to him to help us. As I sought the Lord early this morning, asking for his help, asking for his direction. Felt self several days ago, church, while I was praying, the Lord give me this, and uh, felt like it would be for tonight. And uh, so I need the help of God. In 1 John chapter number 2, and verse number uh, 18. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. I have not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you 
which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which ye have received of him uh, abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. <coughs> Amen. In St. John chapter 14, uh, while you go there, I might read again the 20th verse. He said, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Amen. St. John chapter 14. And I'll skip around here just a little bit. You could follow with me. In verse 15, he said, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall send, he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be with you. Amen. Notice this. He said, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Verse 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. In, in chapter 15, in verse number 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Amen. Chapter 16, and uh, he said that, uh, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. If I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. When he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you 
into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will shew you things to come. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the Spirit of Truth. So enjoyed the message this morning. Brother Mike preached to us. And uh, I appreciate truth and grace that came by Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord dealt with my heart several weeks ago. And uh, I felt Him deal with me here in John where I had read and, uh, and here uh, in St. John reading about the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth. Amen. And uh, in, in these places that I read, He talks about Him bringing things to your remembrance. He said that He would teach you the Holy Ghost is a teacher. He's a guide. He's a comforter. He, man, he's a, he, he will tell you what the Father wants you to know. Amen. Jesus, when He was here, He said He did not speak of Himself, but what the Father was telling Him, that's what He was speaking. When the Holy Ghost come, Jesus said, He'll not speak of Himself, but what He hears, He will tell you. Amen. Jesus is telling them, I'm going away. I'm going to leave you. The disciples had need of nothing. Jesus was everything for them. And now He said, Sorrow has filled your heart because I've told you these things. I'm leaving you. I'm not going to be here no more. But he said, let me tell you, I'm going to pray the Father and He'll send you another comforter. Even the Spirit of truth. Amen. He'll send the comforter and He'll lead you just like I've led you. He'll talk to you just like I've talked to you. When you had a question and you didn't know what the answer was to it, and I told you, the Holy Ghost to do that for you. Amen. It's speeding that I go away. For if I don't go, the Comforter won't come. Amen. But I'm going to go. And he'll, he'll tell you what I'm wanting you to know. Hallelujah. Amen. Here in 1 John where I read... Uh, he said that the Antichrist is come and that there are many Antichrists in the world. He said and uh, talked about those that had departed and they had not continued with us. They had left us. Amen. They left us because they were not of us. You bear with me just a little bit. Uh, if I can build a little foundation with the Lord's help. Amen. And uh, he said they left. They didn't stay with the truth. The truth wasn't in them. But ye have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. Amen. You have an unction. 
And if the Lord would help me, I'd like to preach about this unction tonight. Amen. And ask you, do you still have or have you had that unction? Amen. Do you have the unction? He went on and said that these things I'm writing to you concerning them that seduce you. Those seducing spirits that's gone out in the land. This is what I'm writing to you about. They have seduced many. It was misleading spirits. Amen. That they had come to seduce you. He said, and I'm writing this to tell you there's some that's already been seduced. There's some that's already been led away. There's some that's already fell away from the truth. But I'm writing to you because you know the truth. And the reason why you know the truth is because you have an unction. And that unction didn't come from the world. But Jesus said, the world did not know him. The world cannot know him. The world cannot receive him. Amen. But it is those that find uh, the grace of God. Amen. And he gives that unction. It comes from the Lord. Amen. Those that left us, those that fell away from the truth, did not have the unction. But I'm writing to you concerning those seducers. And I'm telling you that if you've got the unction, you're going to be all right. If you've got the unction, everything's going to be okay. Help me, Lord. Amen. He said, but the anointing, the unction that you received, the anointing which you received of him is abiding in you. Amen. Glory. I want to read in, in Romans chapter 7. Glory. Glory. I might get ready. One of your brothers to help me read here. In Romans chapter 7, in verse number 7, I, I, I want to I read some of the Word of God tonight. And in this, just in words on paper tonight, but I really feel this is something God is wanting me to tell you. John said that, that there were many spirits and and don't believe every spirit but try the spirits to see whether they are of God or not. Amen. Now I want want to tell you how it was before I received that unction. In verse 7 he said what shall we then what shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law, for I had not known lust, 
except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. Amen. Preacher read to us this morning that Moses gave us the law, but Jesus gave us grace and truth. Amen. We had the law, and this was what it was. It was truth. The law was right. Amen. And I heard, I heard it. I heard the law. Amen. Before the unction came now, but sin taken occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. As long as I didn't hear it, I was all right. Amen. I didn't know what sin was until the law was preached to me. Until I heard the law. For I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be death unto me. For sin taken occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin that it might appear sin working death in me by that which is good and that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. Amen. And Paul, it's the token here, the remainder of this chapter, and said when I would do good, then evil is present with me. I'd like to do good. I'd like to do right just because the law said it. Amen. Just because the Bible said it. Amen. Oh, but when I would do good, here's this evil that keeps popping up. Amen. Oh, and then he said, and this is the war that he has with the flesh and the spirit, my will and sin. Amen. By nature, I want to do good. Amen. I, I want to do right. Amen. But Paul said, here's this struggle that I have. Amen. Then he said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Hallelujah. I thank God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. And then he said, there is therefore now no condemnation. Amen to them that are, which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Amen. Oh, no condemnation. If I can get the unction inside of there, it'll be the unction that tells me, don't do that. It'll be the unction that tells me, don't say that. It'll be the unction that tells me, don't go there. It'll be the unction that brings something back to my mind. Amen. That I keep 
keep me from sinning. Amen. Without you, God, I'm nothing. Without God, I'm going to sin. Without the unction, I'm going to fail. Without the spirit of grace, I'm in trouble. There's no condemnation who them that walk after the, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Read on. Read in there. Oh, in chapter 8, in verse number 11, would you read for me there? But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, if he's dwelling in there, Amen. If he's dwelling there, Amen. Oh, I've accepted him. He's there. He said that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. Oh God. Hey, what did he? He said for, Amen. For the for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is. Uh, it's not subject unto the law of God neither indeed can be I don't care how good you think you are that carnal man is never going to agree with the word of God that carnal man you say I'm just a pretty good person I'm just a pretty good man to live carnally is death amen that Oh, carnal man, that old man I was before I got the unction, before the spirit of grace came in, it was enmity with God. Every good thing that I was, there was no good thing within me. Amen. He said that all of my righteousness is as filthy rags. There's ain't nothing good in you unless you get a hold of that unction. It's the unction that'll set me apart from the flesh. Amen. It's enmity with God. Amen. For the carnal mind, what did he say? Read it again. The carnal mind is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Amen. Just read on from there, would you? They that are in the flesh, you cannot please God living in the flesh. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. If you want to please God, you're going to have to accept His grace. You're going to have to accept that unction. You're going to have to accept that spirit that He sent to the world. His redeeming love for His forgiveness. Amen. And accept that unction. Amen. Read on. Now we're back. To those that have received him and received his spirit. 
you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be, is he there tonight? Do you have the spirit of God? I'm not talking about your abilities. Amen. I'm not talking about what you think you can do. I'm talking about the unction from heaven. Is he dwelling in you? If he dwells in you, what he say? If you don't have the spirit of Christ, is none of his read on. And if Christ be in you, the body is that, that old man, that man I was having trouble with. That man that every time uh, I wanted to do good, uh, I was having trouble doing good. Uh, every time I wanted to do right, uh, I was having trouble with this old man. Uh, but if the Spirit of God is in you, uh, the body is going to be dead. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. And there he said, but the Spirit is life. Because of, uh, that's where it's at, church. Uh, amen. Not my righteousness. Uh, it's filthy rags, but it's His. Uh, if you want life today, uh, it'll come uh, through the righteousness of Christ. If the Spirit of Him. Yes. If he dwells in you, brother Aaron. Yes. Gonna quicken your mortal bodies. Yes. Do you ever get tired of always being pressed down? Are you tired of always fighting the devil? Never having the victory, uh, never getting over sin. Uh, I come to tell you tonight uh, what you're needing is the unction uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, what you're needing uh, it's the unction that comes uh, from the Holy One. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory. Over there in Titus, Amen. Uh, chapter two, you re- read it, brother. If you live after the flesh, you're gonna die. Oh yes, I knew, I knew it's in there somewhere. Amen. It's gonna be through the Spirit that you do mortify the body. Amen. I told you last night, was it? I thank God for everyone that might have busted a, te- a television or a computer or a cell phone. But if you don't get the Spirit to help you crucify that old man, it ain't going to do you no good. You can bust all of them that you want. You can throw all the CDs away you want until you get that unction from heaven. Dwell in your heart you go right back to that for as many that are led by the spirit of God they are the sons 
of God. It's that unction. I need to know where to turn. I need to know where to go. I need to know how to make choices. Amen. You can't do it by yourself. You're going to make a mess of it. You're leaning on your own understanding. You're going to make a mess of it. But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Glory. Amen. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Amen. I appreciate you helping me tonight. Glory. I got desperate this morning, brother Aaron. I'm needing God's help. Amen. I want to see somebody get some help tonight. I want to see a lingering altar service. Amen. I want to see somebody that's troubled about where their soul's at. Come down and crucify that old man. Amen. In verse number 7, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Read on. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume the spirit of his mouth. Read on. And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Read on. Even him who's coming. It's after the working of Satan. Read on. With all power and signs and line one. Now listen. He said, I'm writing unto you concerning them that seduce you. Those seducing spirits. Those things that you're fighting against. Amen. It's not a coincidence that you're having so much trouble today. The mystery of iniquity is already working. The devil is wanting your soul. Amen. The devil's wanting your marriage. The devil's wanting your home. Amen. Amen. But I tell you, you're going to have to have the unction to fight against the devil. Amen. Read on. With all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Listen, because that you receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved, read on. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. Do you know what God's wanting you to receive tonight is truth. Amen. Amen. As Brother Mike preached this morning, I don't believe that he'll, he'll give you truth without offering you grace with it. I believe it. I believe that word this morning. They go hand in hand. Amen. 
if you would receive the love of the truth if you would love the truth today the truth is going to save your soul amen for Jesus said if you would continue in my word you are my disciples indeed he said you would know the truth and the truth shall make you free amen that's what's going to set you apart from this world that's going to be what sets you apart from that seducing spirit that's going to be what gives you knowledge to understand what the devil's doing but for those that don't want to receive it a foolish statement but I heard them say don't tell me what it said if you tell me I'll have to do it amen amen don't read it to me preacher amen if you tell me I don't have to do it. Titus 2. Amen. We read these scriptures this morning. God gave me this several weeks ago and give me these, these scriptures. Titus 2. You know what I'm wanting? For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Amen. Could I remind you what I read? That John said, Ye need not any man to teach you, but that same anointing teacheth you all things. Amen. I believe what John could be saying is uh, you need not a man that's constantly standing over you uh, every moment of the day uh, telling you don't do that, uh, do this, don't go there, go here. But he said that same anointing, uh, that unction from the Holy One, uh, he'll teach you all things. Hallelujah. It'll be that spirit that's in the heart. Uh, amen. You can point at the Bible. Uh, a preacher can read it to you all day but until the spirit of God comes and helps you to receive it it's going to be dull to you it'll be dull to you that when the unction gets there it'll be life hallelujah he said that the letter killeth did he not say but the spirit giveth life Amen. Truth, one of the strongest things we have. Truth is strong. He is truth. He is truth. I tell you how strong truth is. He said we cannot do anything against the truth but for the truth. And I have said, if I read the Bible through a hundred times and die lost and go to hell because I thought it said this or that, the truth will always be the truth whenever one of us is out of here. Amen. People said, I don't believe it means that. 
I don't believe that's what he's saying. Amen. You ain't going to do nothing against that truth. The truth will be strong. When you die, truth will still be here. When you're in the grave, truth will still be here. Amen. When I die, Brother Aaron, truth will still be here. When heaven and earth passes away, truth will still be here. It'll still remain. Oh, you hear me? Oh, when this world is on fire and darkness veils the sun, truth is still going to remain. Amen. Uh, he said that the grace of God that brings salvation appeared to all men, teaching them. And I felt in prayer to tell you, amen, that if that spirit that is in your heart is not teaching you to live separate from this world, it's not the unction from heaven. Where John said many spirits have entered into the world. Don't believe every spirit. For there is a spirit of truth and there is a spirit of error. And where's the fine line that divides them? Can anybody tell me where's the dividing point on the spirit of error and the spirit of truth? Could old carnal man find it? Could a carnal individual find that line? I'd say not. I'd say you'd have to be spiritually minded to be able to discern where that truth and where that air is. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul said, I could not speak unto you as spiritual, but as unto carnal. You couldn't bear it. You're still babes in Christ. You're still a babe. When one wanted to feed you milk or meat, you're still on the bottle. Amen. But there come a time that you receive the unction. I understand. Amen. Like that, that Ethiopian eunuch that said unto Philip, how would I know what it is? Except some man would tell me. Amen. So he called the preacher. And I want to tell you what God wants is for you to get your Bible and you to go to your prayer closet and you get some personal convictions from God. For God to be able to speak to you and tell you what He is wanting from you. Where is the day of personal convictions? I'm talking about God dealt with me. Where's it at? Oh, personal conviction. Amen. That I wanted to talk with you. I wanted to tell you, let it go. Where's it at? Amen. I need to hurry. Oh, God. Righteousness. Amen. Teaching us to live soberly and godly, righteously. Revelations, would you read for me? Amen. Amen. Uh, 
I know it's a lot of reading, but it's the word of God tonight. And that's what I felt like he wanted me to, to, to lay this, this night. It's the word of God lay it out before you tonight. Revelation 19, on verse 7 and verse 8. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor unto Him. Oh, listen. The marriage of the Lamb has come and His wife had made herself ready. And to her, not just anybody, but it was the bride of Christ. It was the wife that had made herself ready. How is she going to make herself ready? By denying ungodliness and denying worldly lust. That's how you're going to make yourself ready, church. I don't know if you believe me tonight or not. I don't know if we've heard so much Bible until it's become dull to us. We already know what the preacher going to say. We already know what the Bible said. And it's, we've heard it for years, Brother Kenny. And it's rubbed a callous on our heart. But where's the individual tonight that said, I'd like to make myself ready. She's going to be arrayed in fine linen. Clean and white. This is what the robe is. It's the righteousness of saints. Not your righteousness. You come to the altar and you forget everything about yourself. Amen. I know sinners that's read the Bible through. Amen. I know sinners that can argue the Bible good. They can debate it with you. So when I preach to you tonight, that just knowing the Bible isn't what gets you to heaven. Men able to read the Bible through, it, that ain't just what gets you to heaven. Amen. You can know the Bible better than I, but if you don't have on that clean garment, that fine linen, if you've not got the righteousness of saints, if you've not been blood-bought, if you've not been blood-washed, if you've not been set apart, free from this world, that's what John was writing to him. He said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all they, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. He said, all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. It's not of the Father, it's of the world. If you do that, you're going to pass away with the world. But he that does the will of God will abide forever. Do you have the unction? Do you have that anointing? That destroys the yoke. That's what the unction was. 
was the anointing. I'm writing to you concerning those that seduce you. I'm writing to you because there's been those that backslid, Brother Onus. Amen. And Paul said, he said that that day would not come except there come a falling away first. Amen. It wouldn't come until, what are they going to fall away from, Brother Aaron? The truth. Can I tell you that if you could acknowledge the truth, there's power in acknowledging the truth. Amen. Paul wrote and was telling Timothy, he's talking about those that had been taken captive by the devil, been taken captive at his own will. But in there he said that they could recover themselves from the snare of the devil. And in there he said, ain't going to get it just right, but said that they could come to the acknowledging of the truth. Amen. That they could acknowledge the truth and recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. If you've been taken captive by the devil, by his will, at his will, and you're wanting to be recovered out of that snare, you want to know how to do that? Amen. It's acknowledging the truth. It'll go a long ways with the Lord. It'll go a long ways with Christ. I can get that name right. The Syrophoenician woman that came to the Lord. In my last night preaching, Brother Aaron, I try not to take long, but I want to deliver my heart. She come crying to the Lord. Lucy's God. Amen. And said, Lord, my my daughter's grieved, uh, grievously vexed with the devil. And was needing him to heal her. And, and Jesus just ignored her. Just kept on walking away. But she is a crying out. Oh, I'm needing help. I'm needing help. <laughs> and Jesus just walking on. Until the disciples finally said, Rebuke her, Lord. She's crying after us. And Jesus turns and says, I'm not sent but into the lost tribe, lost sheep of Israel. Amen. I'm needing help, Lord. My daughter's needing help. Amen. And Jesus said, it's not meat for me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And you know what she said? Truth, Lord. Truth, Lord. Yet, but the dogs eat of the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Truth, Lord, that's all I am is a dog. Truth, Lord, that's where I am. Truth, Lord, I'm in bad shape. Truth, Lord, I'm wrapped up in things I shouldn't be. Truth, Lord, I'm not where I need to be. Truth, Lord, I've backslid. Truth, Lord, I've drifted from you. And Jesus said, I'm not seeing so great faith in Israel. Amen. Your faith, your daughter is healed. 
world. Well, if you could come to the altar tonight and acknowledge the truth, don't cover up your sin. Don't don't make don't don't even don't pass it off. He don't make excuses for where you are, but say truth, Lord. That's really who I am. I don't deserve anything. If you can acknowledge the truth, it'll make you free. It'll set you free. The proverb said, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whosoever confesses and forsaketh shall find mercy. I may be struggling to preach to you, but if you'll hear me, and come to this altar and acknowledge truth. You don't have to confess to me. You don't have to confess to nobody but God. But if you will confess to Him, this is where I'm at, Brother Richard, and I need help. I don't know what they've said. The, the meetings for the alcoholics. I've just heard this now, maybe wrong, but they want you to stand up, tell your name, and say you was an alcoholic and you need help. Amen. And there's been times, Brother Ken, I had to go to the altar. I buried my face in the couch, Brother James, and I said, Lord, this is R.D. Tackett, and I need help. You'd be surprised at the liberty that came when I spoke those words. It's me, Lord, and I need help. I ain't coming to you acting like I'm somebody. I ain't coming to you acting like I don't need help. But I am falling before you saying, God, I need help. Amen. Amen. Oh, God. If you could come and say, Lord, I need that unction. I need that anointing. I need that anointing that would cause my hands to teach my hands to war. And my fingers to fight. That David said that a bow of steel would be broken by my arms. Amen. That I'd be able to loose myself from the bands that was about my neck. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Do you hear me tonight? Wherever you're at. I'm not asking if you're a sinner or not. Amen. You're discouraged. You're tired of being where you're at. You'll never find the help you need until you come and break your heart before God and say, it's me again, Lord. I'm needing help, God, like never before. Amen. When the unction gets there, and I'm trying to close. There's a song in my heart, Brother Atley. 
for many years now, Satan's tried to stop us. Amen. Something about the church of Jesus is going to keep on going on. We got the power. Amen. You're here tonight and you don't have no unction. There's no anointing. I'm not talking about just the anointing to preach. But I'm talking about the anointing to pray. And in Jude, is it verse 17? He said that uh, building up yourselves upon your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Read it. I may have not got it right. But ye beloved, hang on. Where are you at? I want to look for you tonight. Amen. Building yourself up. Brother Aaron, I looked for a brother. I looked for a brother, and I didn't find one. I looked for a word from a friend, Brother Onus, and I didn't have one. And David said, Oh, the Bible said that the men spake about stoning him. But he called for the ephod. What a terrible time that must have been, Brother Andrew. Discouraging. My wife's gone. My children's gone. And the friend that I thought would hold my hand up don't even love me no more. I felt the unction this evening to tell you that sometimes you got to build yourself up. Not through your own strength, but praying in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Building your faith up. Amen. <laughs> and David called for the ephod, and he went and prayed. And the Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. I hadn't been able to do it sometimes, but I've been able to pray with the anointing. It wasn't my own unction, but it was something from yonder's world that I remember the time that it switched over, Brother Aaron, and it was no longer me praying, amen, but it was the Spirit. There was groanings, amen. Nobody knew what I was saying, but the Spirit itself was making intercession for me. Amen. You're here and tired. You're, you're wore out. You're tired. You're burdened down. I want to tell you, pray until that anointing comes. Amen. Glory. Pray until you receive power from on high. I don't know 
Brother Gary Firestein's here or not. But he was heavy on my heart this evening. And I prayed for him. And said, if he can get an unction. That's what every discouraged person needs. Is an unction. Brother seducers are so prevalent today that you can't find your way around by yourself. For he said that in the last days, seducers would wax worse and worse. Amen. They'd be deceived and they would be de- and they would be deceiving. But he said, I wrote to you because you have the unction. Because he abides in you. Would you stand with me tonight? I want to tell you, you're pressed down, you're burdened, you're wore out. If you're lost, what you need is the unction. You got to have forgiveness, don't get me wrong. But you need that spirit that was in Jesus Christ to dwell in you. That unction is so powerful and it is so great for you. Sister Avis, there was some men that was burying a friend one day. And they seen a group of men and they just threw him in the grave with Elijah and that unction was still alive the prophet was dead but the unction was still alive brother Pharaoh the Bible said as soon as he touched the bones of the prophet he revived and he stood up your husband might be gone Your wife might be gone. You may be living alone and living a hard life. Uh, Brother Quentin, there's an unction that you get from heaven, brother, that it doesn't matter how many devils in hell fight against you and say, you can't go. I come to tell you, Brother Quentin, there's an unction that you can get a hold of. Amen. That when you can't walk no more, He'll carry you. Amen. Uh, when you can't walk no more, I said He'll carry you. And then the Lord said unto Ezekiel, Son of man, can these bones live? Thou knowest, Lord, but they're dry, they're dead. They're separated. He said prophesy to the wind. And tell the wind to blow on these old dry bones. And when he got to prophesying. The bones came together. And they stood up. Amen. They were clothed. They were people. A great army. Do you know what they said? Our hope is lost. We're cut off. 
for our parts. But he said, prophesy and tell them, I will put my spirit in you. Pray with me, church. I want to give an altar call. He said, I'm going to put my spirit in you. And I'm going to cause you to come out of your graves. We know that people's here discouraged. I know there's people here that barely made it to camp meeting. Felt the Lord want me to tell you. Get a hold of the unction. And when every preacher has ceased to preach. And when every pulpit is silent across the land. The unction will be what tells you how to live. Where are you at tonight? I'm not going to ask whether you're backslid, where you're lost. But you are so tired of being discouraged. Could we have more than a 10 minute altar service? Could you come and break your heart? And say, God, I need that unction Brother R.D. preached about. These altars are open. Would you step out? And say, Lord, I'm tired of being where I am. I am tired of always battling the same old things. And I'm needing the unction. Regardless if I broke through the host tonight and got you a drink. If you'll show God that you need help. The Holy Ghost will be here to help you. Come on down. I know, I know there's people discouraged. Ain't saying you're backslid. Are you tired of being where you've been for so long? Are you tired of having to go back and pray through every revival over the same thing? Are you tired of the world having more of a pull on you than the Spirit of God? Come on. Come on. Show God tonight you want help. Show God you want help. Show God you're tired. Come to the altar tonight and confess like a sinner. And say, here I am, God. I'm in trouble. Come on now. Come and break your heart before God. Weep and cry like never before. Weep and cry like you never have. God, it's me. And I need help tonight. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. But it's me, oh God. Standing in the need of prayer.
Can't you see those things are going to pull you down?